Today, we're talking about how to handle difficult family members over the holidays. Oh, this is going to be a good one. Hi, my name is Stephanie Pletka, and I'm here to navigate the messy parts of motherhood. I'm a small-town mom of four who took a parenting blog and wrote a book to help moms find the goodness in the hard places, to chase their dreams and write their story. So sit tight in the carpool lane. You know what I'm talking about, mamas. Comfortable in those yoga pants and get ready to be encouraged. This is the Motherhood Mindset with Stephanie Pletka. Do you remember those holiday Coca-Cola ads with the Norman Rockwell paintings? Oh, he perfectly captured the essence of what the holidays could be. You didn't have that weird aunt that said, well, you look at my mole to see if it's changed. There was no fighting at the kitchen table over who ate the last piece of fried chicken. Rockwell's paintings were the essence of perfection in American culture. We, on the other hand, we were not. Our family was more like the National Lampoon Christmas Vacation. You'd tell your kid, hey, take that Christmas tree box to the garage. And what he heard was, slide down the stairwell and break out three banisters. So the first step in handling difficult family members is number one, keep your expectations low. Look, these folks, they have spent years creating habits, stories, and attitudes. So for us to think that a clean house and a juicy turkey is going to save the day, we've got another thing coming. (laughs) Some family members, they'll want to be active and play football in the front yard and head over to the holiday parade and grab hot chocolate. While others, they just want to be chill. You know, they don't want to do anything. They want to watch football and take a nap. Some will argue the dressing, it's not as good as grandma's, but that's okay. It's their opinion, and they've attached a story to it. Look, you're not grandma whose ingredients call for a smidgen of this and a pinch of that, okay? My dad told me once that I had this Norman Rockwell mentality, and if I didn't repair this mindset, then I would have a difficult path ahead. You know, this was before kids and before they wear you down <laughs> and they help you pivot, okay, and be more flexible. Plan Bs, they threw me off and detours shattered my hope for idealism. I wanted everyone to sit down for dinner together and on time. And when people were late or the food was cold, I was thoroughly disappointed, even angry. See, the moment for me was ruined, but I think <laughs> I ruined the moment. Let's keep expectations low because we have a lot of opinions in a 20 by 30 foot space. It's a setup when unmet expectations create disappointment. Which brings me to step two. Write down who's going to give you the problem and what the problem might look like. I'll repeat that. Write down who's going to give you the problem and what the problem might look like. All right, set yourself up for success. Create a plan for how you react. Just visualize it, you know, how you'll stabilize the situation or even better, how you'll let it just roll off like water to a duck's back and just keep cruising because oftentimes we're not going to change the situation, but we can change our attitude, our perspective. We could just look at this guy and be like, oh, poor guy. He is never happy. It must be tough being him and just let it go. Because the minute you make a sarcastic comment, you've given them the power. Write down who's going to be the problem, what it might look like, and envision how you'll diffuse the situation. Number three, create margin for yourself. Look, you might need to take a walk around the block 
or just jump in the car and just scream or maybe laugh, you know, at the madness, okay? Step into your bedroom closet or even better yet, hide in the bathroom for a bit. No one's going to come looking for you there. Once you're in the bathroom, look at yourself in the mirror and start telling yourself, what one thing am I grateful for about this person or this situation? It may be that, hey, they're leaving in four hours, okay? And you're like, woohoo! And that brings us to number four. Let people be who they are. The moment you try to wrangle a bull, they're going to fight you, all right? Don't be trying to fix someone in a 12-hour time frame. I mean, this is a bigger challenge than all the counselors and the life coaches, you know, could handle in six months, okay? (laughs) So it's not your job to put them in their place because they're in your house for a day, maybe a weekend. But if you look for the goodness, you'll find it. They may drive you crazy at times, but when the rubber meets the road, they can be your biggest supporters. So let's offer grace this holiday season. Find the goodness in the crazy and some extra Gorilla Glue for the stairwell banisters. Here's to the happy holidays. Hey guys, if this show has blessed you, the number one way you can help me is to click the five stars and tell me what you think over on Apple Podcast. You can go to my website at stephaniepletka.com and subscribe or grab a copy of my book, Living Your Best Life, or even download the Audible for Moms on the Go. Until then, here's to living your best life.